What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Start With Today podcast. At Start With Today, we want our listeners to live their lives according to what Jesus says in Matthew 6.34. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Focusing on yesterday will bring no benefit, and worrying about things to come will only drive you crazy. So just focus on what God's doing today and watch Him work in your life. I can't wait to share today's episode with you, and I hope you walk away with something. I'm so glad you tuned in, so let's jump into today's episode. Hey, what's up everybody, and welcome back to the Start With Today podcast. My name is Jeff Schaefer, and I'm so excited you decided to join me for this week's episode. It's been a few weeks. Um, it's been a couple weeks, actually. gotten to kind of a personal emergency and situation a couple weeks back, and then was out of town, and so... I just haven't had the time to sit down and and put a thoughtful episode out. And so instead of putting out something that was half done, I wanted to take some time and, and let God let God speak and do his thing. Um but through you know, this kinda what I went through the past week or two prior to vacation, you know, I was reminded of a lot of things. I was reminded of God's protection and God's promise of peace and be, you know, him being a provider and giving us what we need, you know, not necessarily what we want, but what we need and taking care of the situation. Uh, I learned what it, what it means to, to trust in him and to lean on him, uh, specifically in the area of protection. Psalm 91 was, was somewhere I spent a lot of time. And so I'm just thankful for, for those moments and not necessarily the, the situation itself rather, but, you know, just for, for how good God is and, and being reminded of, of those things. But the most important thing I think that I was pointed back to and the most important thing of our faith and who, who God is was the root of the Christian faith, the gospel and the promises that Jesus made, the life he lived, uh, the life he called us to live and what he says about us. You know, I, uh, prior to, again, prior to this trip, found myself questioning who I was. You know, I could even say I was on the verge of some sort of spiritual identity crisis and not in the sense of, you know, turning away from God or I don't know about this whole Christianity thing, nothing like that, but an identity crisis in the sense of, man, like I, I don't know who I am. I don't know like I need reminded of what God's called me to. I need reminded of the promises he's made. He's made me. I need reminded of who God says I am. And that's hard to admit, but if I'm being totally honest, that's that's just where I was. And so I found myself turning through the pages of Matthew, the first book of the New Testament, the Gospels. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little discouraged. Like almost my pride took a hit of, why am I going back to square one? You know, I, I'm going back to the root uh, of my faith. I'm going back to the the beginning and to what this is all about. And, and I don't want to say I was embarrassed, but it was like, man, like, Jeff, are you, are you doing what you're supposed to do? Are you this mighty man of God that, you know, you've been portraying, I guess, or like, are you really, and, and I know those things to be true, but, but I was, the enemy had just really had me questioning all of that and if I was doing the right things. And so, you know, I, I. I did go back to Matthew, but it was, it was hard for me, you know? And so I was having a hard time with, it. I was reading through it and studying it and I was encouraged and it, it was going well, but still I was like, man, like I, I can't help but to think I should be not beyond that because we, we 
constantly need to be reminded of the gospel and, and who Jesus says we are, but in the sense of like, you know, I, I should know this. Like I, I felt bad that I was questioning that or that I needed that reminder. And so it was actually a conversation with one of my best friends, Jonah, that, that kind of changed my perspective. We were at the gym and I was kind of sharing some things that were going on in my life and we were having a conversation and, you know, we were, we were talking where we were both growing, you know, in our relationship with Christ and maybe things are on our heart. And, and he said something that really encouraged me and, and challenged me with the whole going back to this, you know, going back to the gospels thing. And I don't remember exactly what he said. And Jonah, I apologize for butchering this, but it was something along the lines of like a tree cannot grow if it doesn't have a healthy root or we can't produce fruit if we're not rooted. And so, you know, it was almost this moment of God using Jonah to speak to me of, you know, sometimes Jeff, you need to go back to your root in order to experience true growth. And so I'd say that to everybody listening, you know, to, to experience true growth, we, we need to remind ourselves of the foundation of our faith. And so today's episode isn't anything, you know, crazy. You might not even be learning anything new. This isn't something that, you know, a specific topic or, or idea, but this is, this is truth. And this is probably the most important thing I'll talk about ever on this podcast. And so today, what I want to share with you is the root of what I talk about every week, the root of our faith, the root of my faith, um, the gospel. And so I want to break it down into a few different pieces, and I'm going to do my best to explain them in a way that makes sense to anyone who may have not heard it before. And if you've heard it a million times, then maybe this is a different way. Uh, honestly, the way I kind of have it laid out is I'll break it down into, I have five different kind of, uh, pieces, I guess, and a verse that kind of explains it where scripture states the importance of this area. And, you know, there's, I'm sure some more, or maybe I've, I've made it too wide, but in a sense, these are the things that I felt God had put on my heart to be reminded of and, and to share. And so I have the verse and, you know, in the word, and then I'm kind of just going to either speak on my own, own experience or, or what God's put on my heart, but I don't really have a specific outline or even really like a point that I'm trying to drive home. I just want to share the, the truth of the gospel. And so, like I said, I, I broke it down into a few different pieces, five. Um, and so those five, five different pieces are acceptance, repentance, sacrifice, foundation, and mission. And so the first part of the gospel is acceptance. And what I mean by that is, is asking Jesus to come into our hearts, accepting Christ as our Savior. Romans 9.10 says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And so I think this is, this is something that a lot of people are familiar with. You've either, you know, as a kid, that's, you know, I remember saying this prayer with my mom and, and, you know, accepting Jesus into my heart. And then obviously went on to live recklessly for years and years before I I found my way back to Jesus. But I, I remember saying that prayer, you may have been in church or visited a friend's church and you hear somebody say, you know, who would like to receive Christ today? Who wants to accept Christ? And you, you say the prayer with the church acceptance is, is the first part of the gospel. It's the, it's the first part of, of, of living a life with Jesus. We have to, we have to ask him to come into our heart. You know, he's a gentleman. He won't force himself into a place where he's unwanted that he'll, he'll knock at the door every day, every hour until you let him in, but he's never going to kick it down. And so the first part is accepting him into our heart. The second piece is repentance. Some of Jesus's first words, uh, as part of his mission, but some of his first words spoken in the Bible, 
Mark 1.15 says, this is Jesus talking, the time promised by God has come at last. The kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the good news. And repent means to to turn away from. So I I think the the misconception of repentance, and, and I've experienced this too in different, you know, churches or or religious organizations. And I obviously thought that what I'm about to say was true for a a period of my life. And that was, well, I can screw up, but as long as I ask God for forgiveness, I'm good. You know, like I don't have to change. I can keep purposely doing the same thing over and over again. But as long as I tell God, I'm sorry, it's okay. Now that forgiveness is there. That forgiveness is there. God forgives us. And and we are, we are told to receive that forgiveness, but repentance is saying, God, I I made a mistake and I know this is wrong and I'm going to turn away from that sin and I'm going to turn towards you and be obedient. You know, there's different things that people struggle with, you know, with, with sin. That could be drugs, alcohol, pornography, relational issues, anger, abuse, whatever you want to throw out there, foul mouth. I mean, the list can go on and on. And I struggle with you know, I've struggled with the alcohol thing and I've struggled with a bunch of different things in my life, but it, it's turning away from it and it's saying, God, I'm sorry. And I'm asking you for your forgiveness and I, I want to receive that forgiveness, but I want to do better. It, it, it's a heart change. It's not just saying, Hey, I'm sorry, but I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And so repentance is, is a core, core foundation of a relationship with Jesus and, and knowing him and living the life that he calls us to live. Another key part of following Jesus is being sacrificial, living a sacrificial life, being willing to lay down our own selves and our own plan and give control to God, disregarding our own, you know, desires, I guess, and disregarding what we have planned and and give control to God. Now that doesn't mean I shouldn't say disregard our, our desires. He, he wants us to have the desires of our hearts, but disregarding that our desires and wants are the most important and putting God's plan for us first. Um, Jesus says, you know, to his disciples, he says, if, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what he means by that is that you must be willing to, to lay everything down. You must be able, you must be willing to walk through, through some of the darkest, most challenging things and follow me. And if you try to hang on to your own life and your own plan, you're only going to be disappointed and you're not going to experience the eternal life that Jesus promises. But if you give up your life for him and say, God, I want, not only do I want you to come into my life, I want it to be yours. I'm going to live for you. I want to be obedient to you. I want to live out the calling you have for my life. Then your life will be saved and you will, you will have eternal life through Jesus in heaven. Um, the next thing, foundation. And again, this kind of comes back to being the root of our faith, right? Our faith in, in, in Jesus, Jesus Christ is a firm foundation that cannot be shaken in the midst of any storm. And I, this is where I get fired up because I have shared on here before some, some of the lowest points in my life. And I know that everybody listening, whether you have a relationship with Jesus or not, or you've experienced the lowest of low. You've experienced something that dramatically affected your life in a negative way. And sometimes dealing with that is, it can take a long, long time for healing. But, but if you're rooted in something that is bigger than you and you're rooted in Christ and you're rooted in the Father, 
then, then yes, those things still are going to be tough, but you know that God's got it taken care of. And that's what I've learned more than anything the past few weeks. Matthew seven twenty four through 25 says, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Though the wind, though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it will not collapse because it is built on a bedrock. What Jesus is saying is that no matter what life throws at you, no matter what people say about you, no matter what situation is going on at home, no matter what disease, no matter what financial stress, no matter what you were going through in life, if you are rooted in Jesus, you will get through it. You will find purpose. You will grow closer to him. And he's going to use that to build your faith and to use you to serve others and save other people's lives by leading them to him. But you will not be shaken. Your soul will not be shaken. Your heart will not be shaken. Your mind will not be shaken because your your heart's as a firm foundation. You, you are set on a rock that is Jesus and you were rooted in something that cannot be blown away, that cannot be flooded. That's powerful. And it's something that, like, as I'm even sharing it, I'm just reminded of, you know, how how good he is and how and how true that, that promise is. He is a firm foundation. And lastly, the fifth piece of the gospel. And, and this is this is, you know, how he calls us to live. It's our purpose. And that's being on mission. Matthew 28, 18 18 through 20 says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of age. Now, Jesus doesn't say, go and make disciples with your best friend. Go and make disciples with the people you're comfortable with. Don't you know, go and make disciples with just the people that, that you feel like. He says all nations. The people on the other side of the world. The people in a completely different state. The people that work on a different floor than you. The people that you've never spoken to at school. That's who Jesus is calling you to. And of course, the people close to us are super important as well. But it's not limited to that. And that used to be my view as well. I can all, you know, I, I, I'm just responsible for making disciples of the people around me. And, and that's so far from true. Our mission is to lead people to Christ. And we do that, one, by, you know, living out the life called, living out the life that Christ calls us to live and representing Jesus in all we do, but being willing to take leaps of faith, step outside our comfort zone, leave the boundaries of what we know. And I know I could probably go on and on for another 30 minutes and I probably missed some things. I probably butchered some things, but this is what God has reminded me of. This is what Jesus has reminded me of over the past couple of weeks. And so I want to encourage you, whether you've been saved and you've been following Jesus for a while, whether this is new to you, whether this is something that, you know, you follow Jesus, you fell away and you're like, maybe it's time, go back and read the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Jesus, he loves you. He's called you. He's made you for a purpose. He wants to change your life and then use you to change the life of others. And I say this and I mean it with everything in me is, the gospel and who Jesus is has changed my life and it continues to change my life daily. And I promise you, if you are willing to accept him in your heart and follow him, he's going to do the same for you. So I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to have this episode out. I hope it's helpful for some of you. I'd love to hear from you, um, how God spoke to you, or if I can 
be of any help or connect you with a church or whoever. I, I just, this is so important. This is, again, this is probably the most, this is the most important episode I'll ever put out. So I just thank you for listening. I'm excited to hear how it changes you and what God speaks to you through it. And we'll talk to you next Monday.